Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast, the preview show. We are here to preview the second league home game of the season. <laughs> Peterborough United, a team we didn't actually get to play at home last season. Uh, I'm Roy Fallow, joined as ever by Matthew Keelan. Good evening. And we've got the glorious return of longtime Wise Men Say contributor, Gary Foster. Gary, how are you? Evening. All going well. Cheers. Lovely to have you back. Um, well, Gary, since you've not been on on a while, on in a while, um, I think the last time was on was in about January. Um, with us, yes. With us, with us, exactly. Preview pods for you only now. Now, <laughs> Gary, the, the best pods. Um, what have you made to the? We'll, we'll get right into things. We'll get going straight away. What have you made for the start of the season so far? Two games, four points. It's not. It's not. It's not too bad, is it? I think you probably take that before, and I think. What you say is that I don't think it was particularly a great performance in the first game. There were some positives. Um, second half was probably a little bit better. And again, probably on side, I think they were probably a bit better after the second half, late in the second half. But <clears throat> still a lot to work on for me. And, um, you know, it, it, we should be beating these teams in these leagues. But, I mean, we've been seeing that for three seasons, haven't we now? So, <laughs> <laughs> We lose area. at home to Burton Albion again. <laughs> <laughs> again, yeah. Um, Peterborough, a team we have failed to beat. Since, yeah, a team we failed to beat since coming down, isn't it, Matthew? Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. we drew twice under Jack... Well, drew t- twice under Jack Ross and then lost early last season. We mm. reacted as well, Matthew, to the to the win last week. We were quite positive and we were, we were quite punchy. Um, because <laughs> well, we no had, other... uh, had not a few lemonades, and so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, goes to your head, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, well, blue now... smarties as well. <laughs> Those e numbers <laughs> really get there. Um, but now things have sort of, you know, the dust has settled. Um, how are you feeling after? I, I, I think personally, after that win, I'm feeling even more positive. I don't know about you. Yeah, like I am. I was. I was reading a couple of things about the game the other the other day, um, and I, I think I forgot. I, I didn't realise how comfortable it was. I think at the time yeah. I was sort of because when you're watching it, obviously it's only one nil, so you're like, oh, they could you know a stupid deflection or something, and they're right they're back in it. But they were never ever going to score when you look back at the game. They were, I mean, they were crap, but we like, controlled the game really well. It was really similar to when we went there last season. It was, it was. We just got the we just got the killer second, didn't we? Yeah, uh, which was obviously a lovely individual goal. But I think um, 
I think Ledbetter. I watched the highlights of it again. He was absolutely like he was excellent, Ledbetter. Um, which has just come from nowhere. I think I'd said last Thursday that he won't have a role to play for us because he's thousands. Um, <laughs> and he is still thousands. He is he thousands. Is, he is. But he was fantastic. And that's like the ideal game for him, isn't it? I think we probably expected Oxford to be a little bit better than that and maybe Ledbetter yeah. to have a bit more to do, really. Um, but he just seemed to... Obviously, there's been a criticism before of Power and Ledbetter playing alongside each other, and there's no pace in there, and and whatever you. But for games like that, certainly away from home, I, you know, he's he's put himself right back into the. I know I've managed to manage to just talk about Ledbetter here, but I think that was the real take from the game was to. No, I what? think we've actually signed. Seems like we've signed him again for the third yeah. time. Yeah, like after after so long out, and yeah. well, I think I think it is worth talking about because you know when the team selection came out at two o'clock on Saturday, there was and we went over this. We did go over this on the reaction pod. People were annoyed about us, and you can you know can and I know again we were quite punchy well, about yeah. this on the pod because of the lemonade, but <laughs> there was you know you can kind of see why people were. But looking at him, lads, he was like Matt says, he was just. I know there's a few passes that maybe weren't great, but that's your midfielder in League One. That's going to happen on occasion, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go on, Gary. Yeah, I'm just going to say, yeah, um, we've got we've got to remember where we are. We, we can't keep judging players. Hey, so Frank. Yeah, Matt is getting licked by his dog right now. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> you just keep going, Gary. Ignore, ignore, ignore Matt's yeah, um, chaotic. I, I wasn't prepared for that, sorry. Um, yeah, um, we can't keep judging players, I guess, by the standards we had in the Premier League or the standards we had in the Championship. This is League One. So, you know, for all you can keep seeing that, um, you know, Oxford or Peterborough or whoever's got the best midfield in the world in League One, it's still League One, isn't it? And, it, and passes are going to go straight. Tackles are not going to be great. There's going to be missed chances because if these lads weren't doing that, then they'd be playing at a higher level, and they're not. So it just, you know, it's like if you watch football on a Sunday morning, it's no good saying, "Oh, that's terrible." If you're judging it by like, the championship or even Northern League standard, so you've got to remember where we are. We're in we're in League One. We've been in League One for a few seasons now, so we've lost players that probably had Premier League experience. Obviously, Grant's got that, but he hasn't got the legs anymore, in my opinion, for, for Premier League. So we just got to remember where we're at. And I did say that it was the first game was slightly disappointing. I just sometimes think we don't go at teams enough um, under Partinson. Uh, and yeah, he, he's got four points out of six, so fair play to him. And fair play to him for getting a good result on away on Saturday. You know, he can only be judged on results, I guess. To, to be fair, though, Gary, you mentioned that we don't go at teams. I think on on Saturday we did smell blood yeah. after we after we got that first goal. You look at the chance O'Brien had, and we did keep pushing and pushing. And like Matt said, Oxford, Oxford were never going to score, but I think that was a bit of a difference. One main difference between the sort of Jack the the Jack Ross era of League One, as an odd way to put it, and the Partington era is. Once we sense a bit of a weakness in a team, we do kind of 
you know, we keep pushing yeah. and keep pushing, whereas under under Jack, and we do tend to be a bit more ruthless, I think, whereas under Jack Ross, you know, our complaint was never killing off games. I'm not saying we haven't done that under Parkinson. We definitely have. But I think we are a little bit more effective, which I guess you would expect from a more, not just more experienced, but a more sort of a manager who plays the percentage percentages, a, a workman-like sort of manager mm. like Parkinson, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I think, and, and again, like, I may be being overcritical, and I don't mean to be, but I think when it's working like it is, yeah, that's fair enough, but sometimes I just feel like the front man's so isolated in this system. You know, like, you, you're yeah. in against a bang average Oxford side, you can only beat what's in front of you, so that's fair play, but, you know, sometimes you just think, like, we don't set out... Yeah, I, I totally agree. Once we get the, you know, the slip of blood, yeah, we go for things, but we don't set out early enough for me sometimes to, to, to have a go at teams. That's what I was trying to say. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, once we got the goal on Saturday, they were never, ever going to get back in, and that gave us a chance to, to push on and really have a go at them, which fair play they did that. Um, but I just, like, I sometimes just feel that one up front. And I know probably say, oh, people's pushing on, so it's not really a one up front, but at times the strike, it just looks too isolated for me it's it is interesting isn't it because he's you know he has tried to play more of a conventional two up front with but it, it just doesn't look like it's working does it Matt he, he said in his no. press conference today <laughs> the reason he played Graham last week was due to his experience because Oxford have signed a new centre half from non-league right who so a bit of an experience Graham obviously very experienced but what I think is quite interesting about that is He's, he's picked Graham for his experience. I know Graham's like quite physical and he'll back in and stuff like that, but Will Griggs very experienced at League One level. Yeah. Surely he could roast this centre-half yeah. who's just came up from League One. It's it's quite curious, that, isn't it? Doesn't look good for Grigg, does it? Um, no. He, considering he wasn't he wasn't even brought on um, on Saturday. No. The, yeah, I think... Well, Griggs probably arguably got more League One experience than Danny Graham. Um Danny Graham's yeah. probably only had the one season in. Although he played for Carlisle, didn't he? So maybe he's got. I know what yeah. he means, and he's vastly experienced player. But Griggs won this division twice. Yeah, um, exactly. Doesn't get much more experience as a striker than Will Griggs. Because when uh, someone's good in this league, they don't tend to hang around in it for too long. No, it, it's funny that, isn't it? It's like you usually have like your your season, and then that's it. And then um, you'll even then if you're not float around the championship forever. Um, yeah, or you end up back in League One. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but you know, maybe on the way back but, down. That's, but uh, you know, I think the system we're playing probably wouldn't suit Greg. Well, if t- I was, you brought that up, Gary. I was going to talk about that when we come into team selection, but I think it's worth bringing up now. Is I know you're saying the forwards quite isolated. For me, I would go back to the one up front because I think Lyndon Gooch is knocking on the door now. Great goal on Saturday. He looked good when he came on against Bristol Rovers. As Craig said on the pod last week, but some of you might not have heard it. Apologies for that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maguire, sorry, is um, is more effective out wide and coming in from there. So I think you do need just the one focal point, be that... And you can play that in a number of ways. You can have the more physical striker like Graham or Wyke, or you can get the ball on the floor, pull the ball back across for the likes of Grigg, like we did even under Jack Ross and with Josh Madger. But oddly enough, I think if we play one up front, that striker is 
strangely going to appear less isolated because I think we I think we function better with this. Personally, I don't know what you think. No, I agree. I'd <clears throat> I'd be inclined to agree, um, and I think I think that striker will be interchangeable between. The well, the options that we've got now, which is like not like us to have a few options up front. No, it's not. Well, in certain positions, um, he did mention in as he was asked about transfers today, Parkinson, and he was asked about Badgermich, the striker we've been linked with, and he said there's pretty much no progress on that. But he's obviously he wasn't ruling him out coming in, right. um, so he's obviously still trying to get Who's that he? forward in Who's there. The Argentinian. Yeah, uh, quite young, young lad. Um, uh, but he's got, he's got a European passport, hasn't he? So he, he qualifies through either parents or grandparents or something. So he wouldn't need a uh, okay so he uh, need a work permit. <clears throat> right. So he could still be the next Julio Arca or Nicholas Medina. <laughs> could go either way. Um, but obviously, one um, one player who could be filling the void for that fourth striker is still Benji Kimpioka. Contract talks still ongoing. Right. It sounded like sounded like they were a little bit closer from Parkinson today. For me, for me, Clive, I'd rather see us work on a different signing than Kimpioka. Well I'd, for Clive. I've, I've, uh, yeah. I I'm not <laughs> I'm um I uh, he's crap. <laughs> that is kind of all see, you can see, see though, isn't mean. it? <laughs> well, well, I'm not I'm not being funny, and I know he's you know he'll have his side of the the whole story and that, but the lads finished the season in March, well, like everybody else did, and he just hasn't turned up. No. Like you can't. I mean, he's a, what what seems to me what's happened. And people can correct me if I'm wrong. Is he thought he was going to get a move to a bigger club or somewhere in Europe or earn more pennies somewhere else? And it hasn't. Why does he think that though? Well, because he's, he's because he's heads full of bloody magic. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, I mean, these, these young players aren't they? They've got, they like they have smoke blown up their ass for, from like being a kid. And that's it, isn't it? it like it it'll is, be I mean, uh, whether it's his a- whether it's his agent, whether you know, whether it's the goal, like the his name in lights against Coventry last well, season. It is open. Hey, that was a nice finish. Yeah, that, to be fair, I saw I for your day, like. <laughs> 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 But it, it is. I mean, even see, like even see at the level I'm involved in. You know what I mean? It's like you, you, they turn up in the uh, in the flip flops with the socks on and and and, and the fake like great. Guys. Like really. Absolutely seen it. I always listen to this, Gary. Yeah, no, I didn't get, he didn't I get signed. We, uh, no, uh, great. I definitely we, hope he is we, now. We passed on that one. Um, <laughs> but no, it, 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 like, it, but that's where they go. So like they go like seven year old or even younger into these these academies, and they go all the way up, all the way up, all the way up, and then they get a right kick, and then they get released when they get to a certain age. And yes, they still have like hopes and dreams of playing at a higher level, but like 
Don't turn turn up giving it the big in the week like with your headphones and that on when you you walk in the cricket club. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, the way Benji came to your school, could end up with Would I'll, you take him, I'll Gary? Him would, you, would you take him? He might have to sit on the <laughs> he might have to sit on the bench. But uh, no, I get I get him a tracksuit that lad. But uh, no, I think that's right. He's he, you know, I think everybody expected him to be like. The new manager, and he and he's a million miles away mm. from that. He's oh, absolute yeah. light years away from that. And and if we're relying on signing yeah. like think... him to get us out of bother, then th th then we're struggling more than we thought. I don't. It to me is it doesn't it doesn't seem like Parkinson's that asked about him. No, to be honest. No. Like he, he said, like well, he, well he said, look, like he's missed his chance really. So he'll have had to say signs. He's he's been training with just a club somewhere else for a bit, hasn't he? But he's had no pre preseason. He's played no football since probably February. Like, what's and the point? Like gonna, gonna, we're like gonna, and we're going to be giving him what? Probably a one-year deal. It, what's the point? It's, well, it's bizarre, isn't it? When you think we sold all those kids that were really highly rated for peanuts. Like, this is one who scored two mm -hmm. goals on his debut for Manchester United the other day, and then the. the that Lucas Stevenson has just been, been handed his first professional contract by Liverpool this week. And we, we, let, right. them, we let them go for it, like, you know, a mix-up and a couple of bubblies. And, 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 <laughs> Great. And then we're giving this kid a one-year deal and he, he didn't want to be, you know. I mean, it's all right going away and stopping away if you're Paul Pogba. It's a bit of a different situation yeah. if you're Benji King yeah. you're bad, you know what I mean? You get big Sam Charlie for me, whether he's been badly advised by his agent or, or what but like total Charlie Big Bananas and and, and he, he hasn't got <laughs> he hasn't got anything to back it up. So no, he didn't written off. Yeah, totally that's a firm written off. That's an that's that's a textbook writing off there, as far as I'm concerned. Um, that was about it, apart from injury update. But we'll leave that for the second half of the pod when we come on to team selection. But that was about it from Parkinson's presser today. Unless anything's came out since we started recording. Um, before we go to the break, um, quite a few people have been chatting about the streaming service this week. Apparently, a few people had issues with it at the weekend and uh, looking you know the, there was no commentary on the stream this week and, and people have been getting a little bit not like well i'm sure some people have been quite nasty about it but i've just wanted to see the service improve and this isn't a dig necessarily because there are good things about it the fact that you know if people can remember when i follow first launched the fact that it was just Literally just a man just with just a, man. a camera, <laughs> no replays, no commentary, no like even score in the corner, unless some clubs like specifically put a bit more effort into it. Um, but I just think at the minute that the fact that we can't go to games, and even people are probably going to be quite nervous potentially about even going to the pub to watch it, there is more people actually focusing on the streams more often now and you know a tenner per game unless you season ticket order who took the the option to have one as part of a sort of reimbursement for that i think you know incentivize people to watch them a bit more to part with their money put a little bit more into it could you have i don't know a bit of crack like after or like some you know half time a pre-show sort of thing i don't know i'm sure they they are quite hard things to produce i'm not saying they're easy but I just think with more eyes on them now and people sort of concentrating them on them a bit more, could, could the club maybe do, be doing a little bit more? Or, or am I being a bit harsh there? Am I, am I out of order? I think it's, it's, 
Sorry, I think it's going to come down to everything with this football club under the current regime. It's going to come down to money. And we probably haven't got it, if we're being honest about it. So, you know, you, you would have to set up some sort of studio, even if it was within, within the stadium. Mm. You would have to, you know, get links and all the equipment needed, whether we've got that or not, I don't know. And, and it, it's probably an expense that they're not willing to fork out for. So, as bad as it is for fans, yeah, it's great to see the game. It's not the same really without the commentary, I guess, but I guess the way things are at the minute, we just got to take what we can, even if it is quite expensive, but I don't think that's down to the club either, is it? No, I, I think the price is out of the club's hands. Um, I think I've seen a few tweets just reminding people that the club don't set the don't set the ten pound fee. I don't know what the, I don't know what the reason is for the difference between the the international stream and the um, the UK stream, but I, I do believe it it is all out of the club's hands. So I don't think you can. It, it's probably um, something to do with licensing for the for the. Yeah, AFL I think I think team. this was the whole thing um, last season when people were going well. It's ten pound to get into the Chatter Trade game and it's ten pound to watch it on a stream. So yeah, but it's it it's not the club offer a stream. I think basically on behalf of. The, like the football league or whatever yeah. way around that should be said, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I can. Uh, that might be correct. <clears throat> correct, I'm sure it is about the fact that the EFL set the price, but I think people are a bit more understanding about paying a tenner when it's taking money away from like the match day revenue. Because if you go into yeah. the ground, you might buy a pint or bravo, and that's still an extra couple of quid in the club's pocket. But if you literally don't have the option to go to the match. Mm-hmm. Times are a bit harder for a lot of people now. We do play, especially when you take the checker trade into us, there's going to be quite a few games. Thousands. 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 Literally thousands of games, thousands of pounds. And But I guess it's a balance, isn't it? Because, you know, the club would say, well, we're not getting the match day revenue, so the tenner for us is a big deal. But I just think if, if that's the case, could, could there maybe put something a little bit more into the stream I know it's easier said than done but you know Frankie and Danny Collins they do the club pod yeah that Frankie would be Francis, good friend of the pod we'd Let's like to see volunteer that, Frankie to do something else <laughs> yeah there you go Frankie <laughs> <laughs> we signed you up extra money <laughs> no oh, oh absolutely <laughs> not no no definitely not Gary it, it, I wonder it, do we know if the club gets the full ten pound though I don't know because if it's no, it 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 a licensing thing then I wonder if they're getting a slice of the pie or whether the club's yeah, getting probably. the full. There must be a yeah, reason why that, it's I, more I, I, over here. And if that's an AFL licensing thing, it'd be strange if they weren't getting even a little bit of that. Yeah, or do the home club have to get more because it's their set no, up? Or possibly, like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, There'll I don't know. There'll be some shite reason somewhere in the terms and conditions of it. What's he called? The just a man who's the head of the EFL? Is it Rick Parry? Rick yeah. Parry. That's Rick Parry. If you're listening, Rick Parry, get in touch and tell us why we're well. Tell us why I'm wrong. I brought it up. He's just a man. He is just a man. Just an EFL man. Um, well, when we come back, we're going to talk about the just a men of Peterborough United and look ahead to Saturday's game. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Kevin Kyle, and you're listening to the Wise Men Say podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Before we look ahead to Saturday's game at Wanton Peterborough United, just a reminder to get yourself to fromtheterraces.co.uk. Get all your beautiful, casual designer as well. I think it's designer gear, isn't oh, it, Max? Yeah, From the terraces. Absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. 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 And you can get 10% off using the discount code WMS10. And as well, picture a day of... Mm, can we call him a friend of the pod? Friend of the pod, Carl Power, father yeah. of Max, rocking the, well, the Lampton our, jacket, I believe well, it was. Father of one of our best friends. Yes, um, agree. Well, you've met Carl well, Power, so he's your I best have. friend. Uh, close personal friend, Max Power. Um <laughs> As, as confirmed uh, by a like, I believe. Um, <laughs> yeah, wearing a lovely jacket there in front of a nice. Uh, was, was it a windmill or something, or like some kind of? Anyway, we're going to talk about this on their excellent podcast tomorrow. So. <laughs> yes, we are. We'll go into that in a bit more. We'll go into that a bit <laughs> nice, more detail nice on the from the terrace. Very seamless, wasn't it? Um, on the From the Terraces podcast, uh, you can follow that at Terraces Podcast and you can subscribe to that on all your usual podcast apps. And from the terraces.co.uk, their Twitter is at from underscore terraces and the Instagram is from underscore the underscore terraces. Now, Peterborough United, as we said, we've never, as we said at the top of the pod, we've never beaten them in League One. Um, we did beat them in the FA Cup a few years ago under Martin O'Neill. Yeah, we went through a stage of getting them in cups. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, of course we beat them under Kevin Ball. It was, like a, it was a novelty and now it isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not anymore. Can you, well, can you name the goal scorers in that League Cup game? Because that wow. was obviously our road... <laughs> That was our road to Wembley, if you remember. Um, I can. Valentin Roberge scored. Ding! And can you get the other one? The Jack, opener? Jack Arini. Ding! Yeah, yes, that's two correct answers. Lovely stuff. Yeah, two two men signed that window as well. I was going to say two just men. Valentin Roberge is just a man, but not Jack Arini. Jack Arini was good. Yeah. I f- I, but I yeah, forget Jack about Arini him, usually. But he's not just a man. He's not he? just I a man. He, he's a he's a just an international footballer. <laughs> just who played wing back at the Euros about two years later. Remember that? Yeah. Um, but now we don't have Manuel Jackerini. We have Lyndon Gooch and Chris Maguire, um, which you know some might say is an upgrade. Uh, Peter United mm. though have started. Mm, I'm going to say unconvincingly lost on the opening day two uh, 0 at Green Stanley, Oof. but had a, had a dramatic. Dramatic late turnaround um, against Fleetwood Town last week. One two one, two goals in stoppage time. I don't know. Is that does that worry you a little bit? They're coming into this galvanised, perhaps. I do, maybe, but I think the lack of crowds nullifies that a bit. You know, I think obviously the players will be buzzing, but like two goals in injury time in front of a like a, a crowd, like a full house, is like is yeah. really going to get the whole fan base yeah. rocking. Whereas, whereas. On a stream, obviously you're going to be delighted, but you're not going to have like that same. Oh, everyone in the boozer after the game. The whole, the yeah. whole. I know the players wouldn't be, but like the whole like atmosphere and stuff 
the players won't feel as buoyed by that, I feel, as they normally would. Yeah, that's a good point. Would you agree with that, Gary? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think they've... Um, I mean, they'll certainly take confidence out of that win, but I don't think... Oh, reading, absolutely. Reading um, stuff about them and listening to some stuff from their fans, I don't think they're totally convinced that they're um, firing on all cylinders, so... God knows what that means for us. Probably means we'll go, we'll go down to a late goal or something like that. But well, Clark Harris has just signed for them. hasn't scored yet. Oh, well, yeah. oh, oh great! great. So, he did make. I think he made one of the goals at the weekend. But he's. I don't oh, know if so he's, he's actually, just he's not scored up. in the league. I don't know if he's scored in any. It's, an, it's an unwritten rule, isn't it? Like if you haven't scored for like six hundred and forty years, you play some, and 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 that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he obviously scored against us for Bristol Rovers as well, didn't he, on yeah. our last game pre-lockdown. So maybe he's going to become one of our new sort of, like, hex sort oh. of players. Our new... Um, it's a long list. Who, who it's else? A long list. The, new, the new Tim Cahill, oh. when he used to always score against us. That's a climb down, isn't it? Some just a man who used to play for Literally Bristol Rovers. Literally just a man. From Tim Cahill. Christ. <laughs> Um, It's going to be interesting team selection-wise because uh, Parkinson said today that Max Power's a doubt. He's got a bit of a hamstring uh, issue, I believe. did sound like even if he missed out this week, he should be okay for next week. What does he do with the midfield? Let's say Max Power is out. What would you... What's the best course of action to go midfield there? Most people would say, I guess, Josh Gowan comes in, which... Listen to other comments from Partington. I think that's what he sees with Scowan. If power's not available, Scowan will come in for him. Mm-hmm. Or didn't he not? You kind of joke. Sorry, sorry Gary, did go he ahead. not say that, he, that Scowan was some uh, challenging Maguire for wide on the right the other way? He said that. He suggested that as well. Yeah, like push, well, he, he suggested like pushing what, further up. A couple of good corners against the Benz. Yeah. Oh, Gary fuming about <laughs> oh, this. Man. You should see. Oh, You mean when we beat the children from the Midlands? Yes. He must start. He must start. <laughs> well, you know. To be well. fair, he did take four, oh, and he I, scored. I, 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 I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could be There's no the need to be so. Ah, uh, yeah. Someone's answered the backs. It's set pieces. He is. Josh, oh, what's well, your team? Just a man. Just a But to be fair, Grant Ledbit is good at corners as oh. well. I think people are forgetting that when Ledbit first came back, we did. We had a bit of a run from scoring from corners, didn't we? Ah, uh, yeah. And then we stopped scoring altogether. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh well, get rid of Ledbetter then. <laughs> but the other option <laughs> Parkinson would have would be, and you jokingly mentioned this in our group chat, Matt. But would be put Luke or Nine in midfield. But that means you've got to bring yeah. the glacier to uh, right back. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Are you are you for that, Matthew? Connor well, of course I am. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't want to see? Who doesn't want to see a continent floating up and down the right wing? <laughs> Yeah, definitely floating. He's not going to be sprinting, isn't he? Uh, he I, love, I love. He's just like he's. I think he's the worst footballer I've ever seen. <laughs> really, that's that's uh, a big uh, claim. He's, he's absolutely he's shocking. But I love he's, him. But you love him. He's because he's funny on Twitter, as we said. Last well, week. yeah, but I've tried to find this, and he isn't. So I found a tweet that was the other day, but it it was by Colin McLaughlin, but it wasn't him. Oh, well, so that, I don't know if been getting mixed oh, up. I, I don't know. But um, I just love him because he's so bad. 
but uh, yeah, he is. He is quite bad. Do you, I'm guessing you disagree with that, Gary, to put Luke on yeah, in midfield I, uh, well, and bring Conor McLaughlin in. I don't think I, mean, I want him in the middle either. To be honest. No. Go ahead, yeah, Gary. We, 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 we said earlier that we, like, before we started about the, well, when we started about the blue smarties. If you ever see a kid on blue smarties, that's Luke O'Neill. <laughs> yeah, right? mm. fair. Do you know what I mean? Just line yeah. him up, take the key out, yeah. let him go. Like, I don't, is Dobson nah, still suspended? Yeah, three games. Um, right? I think. Well, yeah, Dob- yeah Dobson appeal, got three, three games. games. Well, yeah. like, well, that's something. I mean, that's yeah. That's, <laughs> that's I've got to say that's not a huge loss, is it? Yeah, for, for me, <laughs> for Peter, I think, I think all Dobson. nine could come in. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, lovely. Um, I think Ornain would do quite a good job in midfield in this if power's not available, but bringing Conor McLaughlin in, as funny as it would be, <laughs> I agree with you on that one, Matthew, is just a bad option. And actually, defend obviously that back three is going to stay the same, but we've had another we've had a blow in defence, haven't we? Of um Feeney is out for well Thousands. A couple of months, potentially. I mean, Thousands. Yeah, well, he might as well just cancel that on right then because <laughs> like, it's a waste of time. <laughs> Apparently, I, I didn't see much of pre-season. Apparently, he played quite well, which I know doesn't mean a great deal. Apparently, he was playing quite well in pre-season and now he's, now he's just he's gone. He's just he's a man a, who's played just one game in his senior career for Tranmere Rovers. Yeah. So, well, well, you know... Plenty, don't dig out Tranmere Rovers just because they've got a shit pitch. No, digging out... Uh, what's he called? Feed, Morgan what's Feedy. his first name, Morgan? Yeah. What's his first name? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're never going to find out, are we? <laughs> we're not? Well, no, Frankie's never going to be reading it out. Although he might have in the check of trade. Um, but that actually leaves us a bit lacking, potentially, at the back, especially if we're going to play a back three. So that could have a bit of an implication on our transfer business well, as well. Let's... I know we've got a, a good starting back three, but we've only really got... Jamadjali behind that. Well, let's not forget about the versatility of Conor McLaughlin. He is capable <laughs> he of playing. He can fill in at centre half. He can. Play. Very oh, much no. filling in, though. <laughs> filling in. <laughs> I am just plugging it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. I don't want to see him at wing back, and I don't want to see him at centre half either. Well, he's going to play not. at some point this season. Look, it's a squad game. <laughs> <laughs> Let, what, so we should just get it out of the way this weekend? Yeah, play him, yeah, yeah. Him Let's use him this weekend against arguably one of the most dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you're, well, you're convincing us now. How about Lyndon Gooch? Are we starting him? What, centre-half? Not centre-half. No, well, wing-back. What about, he's, he's played at wing-back before. Well, Is that not an option? I mean, yeah. That says a lot about Conor McLaughlin, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I, I would rather have Lyndon Gooch at wing-back. Imagine when he's re- when Parkinson's reading the team sheet out and he's doing the midfield. Right, so, Luke, you're going to move into midfield uh, today and Conor McLaughlin's like, oh, yes, this is my chance. Here we go. And Connor, I want Stop you to I want you to go and get Lyndon's boots because he's playing right back. <laughs> yeah, Doris. and then does like yeah. a Jim Royal song. <laughs> 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 you soft sod. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, right now, I want that to happen. Surely you want that to happen rather than him start, don't you? Oh yeah, but oh, yeah, but I wouldn't be there to see that. You'd have to film it. Parkinson oh, yeah, would true. have to film it. <laughs> That, that's going to do nothing for us. I love that, the <laughs> idea of Conor McLaughlin being treated like the Anthony Royal of, of Sunderland squad. Get that, will you, Conor? Ends up, we end up selling him to Milton Keynes. 
ends up doing really well the later episode of the of the club podcast it turns out he's playing for like Chelsea or something yeah lovely very good um, but I don't know Linden Gooch at wing back that's that that is an option potentially yeah, is it? No, I, I wouldn't yeah. do that but it's, it's a better option than Conor McLaughlin oh yeah um, uh, yeah I would say but I, I wouldn't want him there that's no. a waste I think but would, would would you start him this week maybe come in for I don't know O'Brien I'd start him perhaps? instead of O'Brien yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Gary yeah agree? definitely I think he said he, he looked bright when he came on the first game and in the way he took his goal um, last Saturday um, he deserves his chance he's been made to wait for it um, but I think he's a better you know he's a better attacking option than uh, O'Brien for me. I know he hasn't had a particularly great pre-season, Gooch, um, but like I say, he's been made to wait and he's shown what he could do on Saturday, so he's a better option than O'Brien for me. Yeah, I agree. I think that's... Yeah, I think O'Brien. I think O'Brien will, as you were saying, Matt. It's a squad game. I think he will. Well, that only applies when it's Conor McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> when it's Conor McLaughlin, <laughs> <laughs> not for O'Brien. Written off. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair enough. It's a compelling argument, but yeah, I think he has to come in with Maguire on the other flank. Midfield's obviously going to be dependent. Hopefully, it can be power and and Ledbetter again, ideally. Back three picks itself. Obviously, Denver Hume at left back and um, O9 at right back. But up front, I think that's really interesting. I don't want to flip flop too much on starting Greg because I said at the start of the season that you know you, you say to Greg you've got 10 games to prove yourself which he obviously hasn't done because he dropped him for the second game of the season so I don't I don't want to like stop fighting this corner all of a sudden mm. I do think he's still in that team even if he is the lone striker I think he still can play a certain way to get the best out of him especially with Gucci and Maguire but I think he's going to stick with Danny Graham this week I did say a few weeks prediction. ago that Danny Graham would end up playing the majority of the games this season you did? and I stand by that yeah, um, he's obviously in good nick considering he's thousands and he, he his presence causes problems. But I haven't said that. Um, Wikes does as well, but I wouldn't start him. Yeah, I think I guess the argument with Graham is well, similar to Parkinson said in his press conference today about the wheel back in. It will it'll open up avenues for the likes of. Gooch and the likes of Maguire and maybe yeah. not the same way it would with Grig but I, st- I don't know I still think Grig could be a good focal point I think I just desperately want well, him to come good you, lads of course you, yeah, of course I you do, do. I think we all do but I think Grig is is a goal scorer and we don't I don't think as daft as this sounds I don't think Parkinson's setting up for his striker to be a goal out and out goal scorer. I think he wants mm. them to be some way to hold it up, like you see it. Agree, bring in Gooch, bring in Maguire, maybe bring in the midfield. Um, and I think that's that's what he's looking to do rather than out and out goal scorer, which seems strange if you play him one up front. But I think that's why Griggle missed out. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that is true, Gary. I think he does prefer more of a traditional number nine, who's more of a as much of a creator as he is. Uh, a goal scorer obviously you need them to score yeah, I mean, as well yeah, of course you want you want uh, Danny Green to win with the goals but yeah. I don't think he'd be used as like you know Griggs really when he's at his best he's at he's scoring in the box and getting on the end of things I know we haven't really seen that side of him but at the same time I don't think we've really given him the service to 
to provide oh, that. No. Um, but I think Graham will be used as a as a battering ram, which is what we tried to use Charlie White as, but I mean, for a horrendous first touch, so... Yeah, God, yeah, he really does. Um, well, safe in the knowledge that Danny Graham is going to be starting, according to us, anyway. What are we saying for score predictions, lads? Are, are we going to make two wins on the spin, or is it going to be another draw at the Stadium of Light as the opening day, or is it going to be our first defeat? Matthew, what do you reckon? Well, as you know, we are going to drop no more points the rest of the season. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm obviously predicting a win this weekend. Peter Boudou tend to score goals though, so I'll be bear that in mind uh, as I go for a five-two victory for Sunday. Oh, lovely, lovely! Like uh, Everton and Fleetwood. Well, there was nice. loads of five-two, five-two oh, yeah, at the Tottenham weekend, wasn't it? Well, and then yeah, didn't yeah. Leicester beat Burnley five-two? Or was that four? Uh, I think that was four-two. Oh, oh, five-two. Burnley did score two. <laughs> Well, yeah, so... Let's just say it was 5-2. Yeah. Uh, what about yeah. you, Gary? Is it going to be 5-2? No, I, I'm, I'm not going to be as conservative as I normally am. I'm going to go for a 3-1 win to the lads. A 3-1 win. I'm thinking quite similar. I think a 2-1. Um, I'm going to say us taking the lead, Peter Regalizing, and then... Danny Graham. Why not? Danny Graham getting the win. And Lyndon Gooch, again, how about that? We feeling that? Yeah, well, I'm probably going to say. Going for a um, <laughs> well, I was going to. Yeah, well, I, you would, you would, but you, what you would think that would be silly, Gary. What what you would think? <laughs> Which is so what, you would, <laughs> what you would think would happen was you'd bring Conor McLaughlin on to wrap it up. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So uh, he'd get the last one. Wrap it up, yeah. but also show things up. Yeah, as well. like you, you know, just everywhere, really. Like you know, your, your resident. Glacier. <laughs> Utility Glacier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On that, I think we'll wrap it up. Uh, me and Matt will probably be back to react to the win, the loss, or the draw, but definitely a win on Saturday. So keep checking your podcast app for that. And then Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday for a little bit more serious analysis on the game, shall we say. Thank you very much for listening. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.